Boodoop. 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 I have no idea what that is. I just, I make weird noises with my mouth sometimes. I don't know that anymore. Get up, get up, and get down. Bam, what's happening, peoples? What's happening? What's joking, you smokers? And what's smoking, you jokers? Oh, what? Hello. Science. It How are we doing today? Is, we're doing real good. It is 4-19-2019. And guess what that means, people? What tomorrow? What's tomorrow? What's tomorrow? The greatest national holiday of all time. Ever. 4-20. Yes, it is going to be the magical stoner holiday of 4-20 tomorrow. And it's a Saturday this week. I know, too, right? So I was about to say that. Got the freedom to uh, do what they do. Yeah, and no matter what you do, what you do, if you drink a little drink, you smoke a little smoke. It's your day, baby. Tomorrow's the day. Saturday, Saturday, and then Sunday's Easter. Today's Good Friday. Let's not know, let's not yeah. pass that up. Hey, do you think Jews get scared on Easter? Get scared? Why would they get scared? Because like Jesus came back, and like Jews were the Christ killers. Jews and that's the Christ killers. That's, that's factual. Um, well, Judas is the Christ killer. Well, he was Jewish. Well, yeah, I guess. But Jesus was too, wasn't he? I think so. So why do Christians follow, like, not Jewish it's if odd, he was right? Jewish? It's really odd how that works. We out. know absolutely nothing about religion. And the thing, the thing that... <laughs> or I don't. Yeah, the thing that interests me the most is, like, um, Jewish people only regard the Old Testament as factual biblical knowledge. Like, they don't even yeah. regard or read the New Testament. And the New Testament is, like, only what a lot of, like, new Protestant faiths and, like, all kinds of other denominations of Christianity practice off of. Because it's Weird. so hard to understand and interpret the Old Testament, because <clears throat> it was written archaically, you know, like you're talking about translations, New Age translations of thousands of year thousand year old texts. Like, right, that's not easy to do because not at all. It, it, the shit was not written in language. Um, well, in let's just take it at two hundred years. The Constitution. Yeah, those kinds of things. You know, you know what I'm saying? And thou and thou thou thou. Try shalt, to understand thou that. Shalt not. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Right here. Ooh. Nice catch. Hit the successful pass. So um yeah, so it's Friday and uh, I have the day off. You just got off work. What's new, man? We got we got planned. What's uh, happening at work and shit? Uh, someone either quit or got fired today. Who took over my old job? Okay. And then my boss came in. He bought me a six pack. Nice. And he said, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to do two jobs." And I said, "Hopefully not for the price of one." You're a f- <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Yeah. That's what I said. <coughs> but no, I'll do it. And it's not for the price of one. I got a nice little raise. <coughs> That's good, man. That's a good position to be in. Well, it's not, though. Now, now you got more responsibility. But you got and I, more I already stress out over what the fuck I got to do to begin with. That's I got true. shingles last year. Really? Dude, I'm 25 years old. Jeez, yeah, that's nuts. Stress all on my face. Not on my face. It was on the side of my head. And under it kind of looks hair. like chicken pox or something. I couldn't it? I couldn't see it because it was under my hair. Oh, okay. I didn't see a single thing. Weird. But I felt a couple bumps. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then uh because it was where it was, it uh inflamed the lip note. No, oh, it inflamed the lip note on my neck. Wow. So the one like that's kinda on like I had one like right here. Okay. Basically, back of the neck, corner of the neck, whatever you want to say. Right. Fucking it swelled up to like golf ball size. Damn. And I was like, Oh my god, and I didn't do anything about it. 
and then the next day I woke up and my left arm was completely numb. Oh, because a lot of people don't know that uh, when you have shingles, depending on what side it is, right, uh, it'll actually make your collarbone go numb for some odd reason. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like my whole collarbone weird was disease, fucking man. right, like, like you know, all from stress. Yes, yeah, from stress, stress-induced uh, pain is no joke. I think uh, cortisol is the body chemical that's involved with stress, and like. I hear, I hear about high cortisol levels leading to an early death. And I try to tell mom, I know I've already taken oh multiple years, if not an entire decade off of my mother's life from the stress that I've caused her. And like, when you think about stress as like an induced kind of thing, that's when you start to realize like, holy shit, people are stressed 24 seven sometimes. <sighs> See, I don't like this study. Because, like, are they determining, like, how much stress they had on them when That's they the died? Thing. Yeah, like, there's no machine. Like, they don't have... Remember at the fair, there's, like, those machines, like, test your might. Yeah, you right. punch it or, like, swing the hammer. There's no machines at the fair, like, test your stress. But you have to do it, like, every single day, right? And you would. Yeah, there's no, like, uh, there's no numerical way to measure this, the cortisol stress levels released within a person's body. Not at all, because some people get stressed out over So, yeah, so all you have to base these scientific studies off of are questionnaires about how stressed somebody is. And also, depending on how long the studies take, like, well, 30 of our 150 participants died during the 10-year stress study from the stress that they right. had during the 10 years. So that's the only way you could gather information. Like, like uh, th- that's what interests me the most, dude, is like we all base our facts and uh, even opinions off of scientific studies when the, the, the bare bones of the science isn't understood by a lot of people who... Uh, to who repeat those kind of facts. They right. just hear the study and then they relay that information. And the fact that you asked, you know, how do they get that information? So a lot of people don't even think that far. They just right. take the take the information at face value. And what you should do is be like, whoa, 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 wait, wait. How the hell do you test somebody's cortisol levels? If you, every you day to test, see if it's taken off exactly, years yeah. off their life. Because if I had to test my cortisol levels every day, it would raise my stress on a daily basis because there would be one more thing to my schedule that I have to add to do. Oh, shit, <laughs> you know? man. So that would definitely increase my stress. Um, you, know but, good, you know what's good for killing stress? What's that? Smoking weed. Yeah, or 21. Yeah. So uh, when did you start smoking, actually, man? When, do you remember? I, I feel like every every stoner or even every person that smoked weed and like either liked it or not, I, I remember their first time. I remember my first time but I, I i don't i wouldn't call it my first time right because then like i stopped for forever and then i decided you know i got back into it because i was working out pretty heavy at the time okay and uh that was the only thing i'll do i felt like i had a construction job and then go to the gym so all i fucking did okay and then uh i had a buddy that came over well not came over but he went to the gym with me and he showed up late, and I was like, I'm going to be a dick to him, and I'm going to put him through a gauntlet. So I burnt him the fuck out, and then he took me to, evidently, his drug dealer's house and got me high. as He got me so high that people thought I was sleeping on the couch. I couldn't open my eyes. Dude, yeah. I was awake the whole time. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. Paralyzed, stoned. They all thought I was, like, sleeping. They're sitting there talking about Waffle House. I think that sounds amazing. In this, like, stoned coma. I can't say a word. Of course. And then the only thing I can get out as they're leaving, because uh, somebody did, shout yeah. out to this guy. I We're not even friends. <laughs> I went to school with them. Yeah. Like, we just never got along. I wouldn't say we never got along, but we were cordial together, but it's not like we were, like, friends. Yeah. But he came over right before he walked out the door. He's like, man, you good? You good? Yeah. And all I could muster up was fan. And he put the fan on me, turned up, because I was burnt up. I had a hoodie on. I couldn't take okay. it off. <laughs> I was done. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. And, like, Barbecue. You know how... Um, 
the first time you smoke a cigarette or have a dip, you get a really crazy head rush. Yeah. And it doesn't happen like that after you the use fir- it, you know, continuously, unless you stop and then start yeah. again. The first time I took a dip was terrible, too, because I had it in, like, for, like, two minutes. My brother was an asshole in high school, it? <laughs> and he was like, uh, I'll only take you to a basketball game if you put it in a pen to dip on the ride there. Like fuck it, <laughs> what <laughs> <Right>? a brother! <laughs> so shout out to him. So I, yeah, I'm 14 years old at the time. Yeah, shout out to him, you fucking dick. Uh, anyway, so I hey, put, it's right. Hey, I, I guarantee. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did that because he knew you'd probably try it elsewhere, and he wanted to be there wait for you to try it. Yeah, well, he's maybe, also let's, an let's take that route. He's yeah. also an asshole. He wanted to see how it would react. Just devil's advocate. For he that. knew what was gonna happen, so I put it in my mouth for like two minutes. Okay. And he wouldn't, he fucking, I was in the back seat. He locked his windows so I couldn't roll down the windows. Yeah, definitely. All I had time to do was grab a paper plate and I used a paper plate and I tried to catch everything that came out of my body on a paper plate. Oh my God. It's, uh, the joke's on him. It was in his car. Yeah, but the issue is it came back on me because if you throw up into a plate this way, Most of it, yeah. it hits it and comes back this way. Maybe some of the spillage at least got on his car. Yeah, it did. It got in the seats and whatnot. Oh, but that's disgusting. He still got a good laugh out of it. Like, it was worth it. It was, yeah, it was a setup. It's what, yeah. Uh, and whole, yeah. He's a cool. fucking asshole. Well, um. I love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> that's. That was your first dip experience and your first weed experience. You're like yeah. totally paralyzed and stuff. Like, yeah. People don't realize these early experiences and forays and introductions into like, um, I don't, I don't call like nicotine conscious change. Kind of like it changes your conscience. It does though. Yeah, but it really does. You know, like, like your first dive into those pools are the wettest. Because right, it's yeah. your first time in, and then you know what the water feels like, so to say, and you get out and wash it off you, and then you then the pool turns into a bath, and the bath turns into a drink of water, yeah. and, you, and then you take drinks every single day. Weird, yeah. really weird analogy I just made up, but like I remember my early some some of my earliest times getting stoned, bro. I had now that I've had psychedelic experiences, my first marijuana experiences were extremely heavy in psychedelic effect. And I recall back to those visual times. or just mental visual. And really? like, yeah, I, I remember walking down Garfield in town. There was a, uh, my, my shots out to Klinger. If you're watching this, Aaron Klinger, we used to smoke with my dude, uh, who's named Chris. I won't say his full name. I don't know where he's at today, but he was a super cool dude. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah. He lived, uh, me and Klinger used to go in high school, probably like sophomore year, junior, like probably sophomore year. We would go, we would walk from Klinger's house behind, uh, what used to be blockbuster. And we would walk and go to Chris's house, which is down off of Garfield. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for, for those of you unfamiliar, it, that's like maybe a mile walk or so, maybe a little bit more. And he lived in this little nestled uh, house. And um, Chris at the time was, I think, it might have been our freshman summer because Chris was a senior at the time. Because I remember he was in a grade of, of, of like upperclassmen that we hadn't quite hung out with yet. So it was hey. really cool to hang out with his older guy. Shout out to that guy. He, <laughs> he, he might have tried to fuck you. <laughs> I don't know if he's gay or not, but that's mostly what seniors do when they hang out with freshmen, right? Yeah, you could that could be said. But instead, he chose to enlighten us with his like shelter and like willingly hung out like with uh, that's sweet with us as a freshman. And I remember walking back from this dude's house after getting super stoned, and Garfield looked like it was hundreds of miles long, like television, dude. Yeah, and I was like, this road never ends. Right, I was just stoned. But now that I've had like psychedelic experiences where I've had intense visuals, yeah, like open eye visuals. I hark back and I'm like, oh yeah, that was my brain being overtaken by the psych, the, the first time psychedelic effect, because uh, because marijuana does really have a psychoactive effect. 
but it just lessens as you become more familiar with it. Right. Which is why <laughs> when you when you take some psychedelics, whether they be shrooms or acid or whatever it is, when you smoke weed, like as you're coming up on them, or even after you've peaked on them, shit gets really weird again. It does, like, though. <laughs> you know, like that's my favorite it, thing. It's crazy. Like, Mushrooms, weed. My favorite Get thing, unfortunately, and it's not like my favorite thing, but like it's an extremely interesting science experiment to mix drugs and consciousness. Like, like everyone knows, like there's a great video on YouTube. I encourage you all to look it up. It's a really informational YouTube channel. It's why you get more intoxicated after you smoke weed when you're drunk, but not vice versa. You can't get more drunk if you're already high and drink beer. But if you drink alcohol or any kind of al- any kind of alcohol and then get stoned, you increase your intoxication. Everyone knows like cross buzzing is what it's called. Yeah. You know, for people who don't d- dive into a bunch of drugs, maybe all they do is like socially drink and take a hit of a joint or something every now and right. then. When they're in the situation to do those things together, if they line them up right, they get way more messed Fucked up, up right. when they take a hit of the weed after they've been drinking for a little bit that night because what it all does together is it opens up your bloodstream and allows the blood to circulate through your body faster, which gets you messed up faster and you're working with the cerebral high now, especially depending on if you're smoking like a sativa or an indicate. And everybody knows like the like like the the I don't wanna say just like blonde white girls, but like annoying annoying dude bros too that like get too fucked up and are like Dude, I'm so fucked up. And they're so hanging annoying. with the boys. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's yeah like, fuck man, that just dude. Like, like, dude, like, I understand maybe, like, if it's your first beer or first joint or something. Right. But, man, it amazes me that people, like, will willingly choose to conduct themselves foolishly and wake up and not recall any of it. And then to go do it over and over and over again. I have a little patience for people like that, unfortunately, after dealing with them for a while. I think, I think you gotta, like, so. We had this discussion. But I might be one of those people, so I don't know. Like, we, we, I know I'm a hard person to tolerate in terms of like my uh, my energetic like uh, competence and levels and the way I'm all gung ho about shit. You know? Yeah, kind of the way somebody has been fucked up. Right. I I would say uh, I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, it's all good. I do it all the time, man. This is the Joker and the Smoker. That's all we do. I don't even know what the fuck we we're talking about. Um, you lost me. Just talking about you know the experiences of marijuana, dude. Like, okay, you do you have a bad experience with weed? Do you have I, a I ba- do you, do you have a bad experience, not high, but with weed? I'll tell you. Like for example, I'll yeah. tell you mine. Uh, okay. I went to cop, aka other words known as you know pick up some greenery, aka marijuana. Yeah. I can Coppin, keep I can keep going with bag, these AKAs say, for, yeah. forever. But yeah, I went and bought an ounce of weed with a friend. Okay. And he decided to drive. I decided to buy. Okay. Because I was in, I needed some, you know. Yeah. Life, life goes on. You appreciate the hookup. You so, go right along. Yeah. So I, uh, I grabbed. A, I was getting an ounce. Right. Just like normal people do, or probably not normal people do. I just think it's normal like somebody, to me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know how much you're gonna smoke, so you might as well yeah. pick up for a while. No shit. So I picked that up, and uh, immediately security guard showed up at the apartment complex. Right, and it's like 15 degrees. They were on it. It's 15 degrees outside. Okay. So we, the dude gives us the weed, then he immediately runs into his apartment. It's like, okay, so they know where you live, dummy. Why'd you run into your house? Yeah. So I'm just sitting there like, okay, and I'm just looking over at my dude. It's like, okay, this is mine. I'm taking this wrap. You're driving. Okay. I'm ta- you don't know why I came over here. Right. I'm taking, I was just like, I asked you for a ride. Damn, That's bro. It. Kudos to you. Why did it, it lose his license or, you know, get a fucking $100 fine? I'll right. be all right. Yeah. 
he would have split it with me anyways at that point if i was down with that might as well help him out but anyway so the security cards like called the cops columbus pd yeah and 15 degrees outside we stood outside for two hours they wouldn't let us back in the vehicle Jeez. waiting on columbus pd and they said it was shift change but bitch i know what shift change is over there it wasn't a shift change at all that's an it's amazing that's like of all jobs that one is the one that uses that excuse no joke <laughs> like my bad officer every other job in the world doesn't require a shift change but i've never been to walmart and they'd be like hold up i can't check you out right now shift change yeah, right you know? shift change fuck that shift shit change. dude so it was just annoying but it ended up like they just were trying to go after our, the drug dealer I want to know what his name was and whatnot. Bigger fish, yeah. I didn't know his name. Why do I want to know my drug dealer's name? Yeah, and at the, at the time. Why yeah. do I want to know my drug dealer's name? I don't. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with my drug dealer. Exactly. I just he needs to deal me drugs. <laughs> Why mix business with pleasure? It's in the title, yeah. <laughs> Unless he's handing over free shit. See, but dude? but then again, I don't want to be around that in right. case the cops do come. Just give me mine, and I'll go do my thing. You do your thing. And that's what's nuts, dude. Like I, I sometimes I have the exact opposite train of thought because like I, I almost want to know my drug dealers on an ultra personal level. Cause I want to know, like, depending on what I'm buying from them, like, dude, well, yeah, I, this, this is something. On what you're this buying is crazy, from dude. Them. I didn't plan this at all, but I just remembered that this is like a topic I wanted to talk about on a podcast, and it's awesome that it organically came up. And the thing that it is is the importance of drug dealers in society, like the importance of black market dealers in society, bro. Like they are good, so good ones, necessary. good ones, good ones. Like connects, like, like there's been movies made about like secret agents and all kinds of like, um. Um, you know, artillery dealers and like, uh, you know, true like lords of, of like. Oh, you mean what the government did? No, I'm talking about like what's the, what's that one song? Something that one movie, something dogs with Jonah Hill, and, um, and it's about. It's there's like the war government dogs. or like people, yeah, war dogs, yeah, selling uh military grade yeah. shit Equipment to other countries, to other countries. And shit. yeah, yeah, but no, that like, and the, drug dealing and stuff like, like I said, depending on what drugs it is, bro, you like, in my opinion, they are like. I don't know. I wouldn't be who I am today without the course of action of many illegal individuals who are willing to are willing to risk their freedom to get me what they've got me. Well, they, what they, what they, I well, got from them got me where well, I'm at, no. which is fucked up. Like I've put things in my body when they, I was a heroin addict that I'm I I truly don't know what I've injected into my body well, as they, a, a heroin addict. They don't want. I would trust these individuals who I would go to to get this thing because it would at least get me high and get me through. But now that I understand uh, the drugs that that peaks ha- the, the drugs in the past and currently and in the future that. I, I really don't have any drugs left I want to try because I understand what most drugs are and on a molecular level now. It's not just like, oh, I'm trying to get fucked up. It's like now if I am seeking uh, an experience, I absolutely need to know the individual that I am going to and regarding and with, with this level of trust is going to give me what I'm looking for because unless I take it upon myself to test what I buy from someone, I'm taking their word for what it's worth. And if I don't have any way to know what I'm about to go into, especially with drug experiences, it could be anything. And that's what's fucked up about doing drugs is you don't really know what a drug is until you do it. But once you do it, depending on how you feel is how you know what it is. Right. <laughs> Isn't that so messed up? But drug dealers aren't trying to get you to where you want to go. They're just trying to make money. Some and of them aren't. The, the better... Some shit, of the, the better dude, shit they well, there, no, are, no, no. there are individuals in this world who have connections to to molecules and things who are 
willing to share a slice of the pie, man. That, well, there's some, like, like, but yeah. most people are looking for the dollar. Most people are it just depends, trying to make. Like a I said, dollar. it depends what market you're talking about, dude. Because like, if well, you're black talking, market. If you're talking weed and cartels and all kinds of shit. I'm talking illegal, high grade, synthesized, uh, molecular based drugs that take a take a lab, take a take a science lab to do, or at least right, right. Or There's, at least very, you know, it takes more than an individual who can do some basic math to triple their profit. There, it takes yeah. a fucking scientist yeah, yeah, there, and alchemist. There, there's to, some to, nerd there's know. some nerds that make drugs, but still they're not trying to get you to where you want to go. They're just trying to make money. I literally And they're the, willing to make, like take the risk. One of my top ten favorite T V shows on right now or end of all time is called Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Yeah, he's that show's awesome. In that show, he molecularly scientifically breaks down the actual synthesis of DMT and all of the things that are complex within it. He finds a street dealer who does it and they film the whole thing. And this dude's like, I'm not going to smoke this stuff. I'm going to test it to make sure it's pure. And then I don't know what I like. He, he, of course, lifted open ended and he didn't. He said he didn't do it or wasn't interested in it. He was strictly interested in the chemistry of the entire experiment. Of course, the, the drug dealers are so, going. But, but that's a minute like percentage of people. I think what I'm talking about, like DMT, like, like home DMT synthesis, yeah. is done by people, you know. Episode five of this of this show, I explained my D, my DMT experience. Right, right, right. They that's want they ex- want yeah, to that's an experience show that you I trusted experience. an individual right. with, and I went and bought that from them. That, but yeah. to guess what? If I'm smart enough, I can possibly it's a, it's an illegal process, and I'm not saying <laughs> I'm going to do it, but you can do the extraction yeah. by yourself at home. But it takes uh, much more attention. And, yeah. Uh, direction than just buying an ounce and trying to flip it. I've seen it done. That's exactly. Or buy or buying an ounce of dope and like really posting up on a blog and serving right. fiends, bro. You do have. A There's point a there. difference between serving people who are interested in accessing drugs and serving fiends, bro. And I, I've, I, I've you been do both. have a point there. I've been. You do so, have I, a point I, there. I, I, I have little patience for fiends, but I'm all I want to do is talk to other people about consciousness changing experience in drugs and it makes me feel did like a really, druggie all the time did you really do drugs without looking into them or knowing what they're gonna do to you like just trying to get fucked up not necessarily you know like to a certain level early on like before you experience them you know like did you did you google what is marijuana before you took your first marijuana hit no but i did a whole bunch of classes in school that taught me like the bad about they, it all they taught you was I've, that they're bad they i didn't also tell you anything else. i also learned the good before doing it through my uncle, like I had people who did it. I do. I and had. I had it. no negative example of what drugs could do to a person. Really? Like yeah, but both of my parents. Well, no, they did. They didn't give me the negative. My uncle didn't give me the negative about marijuana. He right. gave me the positives. Where the school gave me the negative. Right. Yeah. And I'm like a lot of people steer away from drugs because they've seen what it can do to them. Like 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 both of my parents' fathers were very uh, functioning alcoholics, but they only functioning as an individual. They very much did a lot of detrimental. Uh, damage to their family because right. of their uh, uh, addiction. But what I'm shout out to all the alcoholics out there. It's more than you think, man. A lot of people are struggling a lot. Functioning. Functioning alcoholics. Destroying they, lives. Yeah. I was a part. Of, I'm that. I'm from that. It's, it sucks. It's in a lot of different people's bloods. But that, that's what's amazing is my parents, both both my mother and father's fathers, were extremely heavy alcoholics, and in turn, my parents had nothing to do with any kind of substances. Yeah. Leaving them pure, as most people would say, they're very straight edge in, in a traditional sense, and that's what's insane. Like, there's, there's our our house was a dry house for I'm twenty, I, you know, I'll be twenty eight, twenty eight years of my life. My house has been mostly dry, 
And, like, yeah, I, I, they don't ever drink in front of me or, like, not even family gatherings or anything. There won't be any wine or drinks or anything. It's just, like, it's a, just not a thing to have alcohol in my house to my parents. But in turn, like, it's really weird that that was the example set for me, and I turned into a drug addict. Right. You know, that's really – they say it skips a generation. Have you heard that? Like, no. like substance, substance abuse problem skips, skips generations. No, I've never heard that. That would be true in the instance of my parents. My grandparents had it. My parents didn't, but I do. So it skipped a generation. I don't know if I believe it or not, but uh, it's odd uh, how it's odd how your upbringing shapes your like outlook on these yeah, kind of, these kinds of I don't believe addictions it. and shit. I don't believe it because some people yeah, some people fuck up their lives. I need to see the science, bro. <laughs> like, well, no, some people fuck up their lives because I'm thinking of like a perfect example. Like I, I know somebody <laughs> from childhood, from early age. I'm talking like one year old. I've known somebody since then and how their f- father has, like you said, destroyed fucking relationship yeah, after relationship, and, 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 destroyed yeah, home. Much, yeah. yeah. Well, like they got divorced. It led into a bunch of fucking nonsense. Okay. I saw how that happened, but then I saw how this motherfucker decided, Hey, I'm going to act like him and have a kid, do all this nonsense, blah, 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 blah. And now he's in a situation where he can't, uh, like he he's going down the same situation because he doesn't know how to deal with life that he brought onto himself because he didn't have the right upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize how much that factors into who they are right now. Oh my bad, that was a call. But uh, it throws me off, dude. I gotta mute my phone. Remind me to mute my phone before this podcast, dude. That's on you, man. I, I hate it is on me, but goddamn it, I hate it. I hate how distracting phones. We're are. 18 episodes I'm in. Throw them out the window. <laughs> Damn. You know what I was thinking when I was coming over here? Right. I really wanted to like, I want to be able to lock, I want to make a room in my apartment into like a prison where I have to close the door. And stay in Not for like a sexual stuff. Come on now. I want to lock the door and just be able to say, okay, this door's locked for the next 36 hours. I have food. I have yeah. water. Literally I have to, I have to get this shit done. Yeah. Or I have to stay in <laughs> the here. Ultimate or, procrastination. Or, or yeah. I have to stay in here for thirty six hours straight, and it's the only thing to do. So I'm gonna have to do it. Yeah, situational setting, like you know, only only providing an environment that will make you do what is necessary for you to achieve. Right. <laughs> it sucks to say, Dude, but have you ever like awesome. over my wall? None of you can see it right now, but see that poster right there? It's Clockwork Orange, Stanley Kubrick's the movie yeah. Clockwork Orange. That movie is about social conditioning, and it's about yeah. how if you if you <laughs> Do certain things, you will act a certain way. I like the people's home decor in that movie. Oh yeah, it was all like it's dicks. On point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like seriously, it was all dicks. It, he are, killed, you talking, are you talking about the the, the, the room, the, the house that he like ransacked? Yeah, he broke yeah. into. He killed a lady with a sculpture of a penis. <laughs> that and happened. Did he beat her in over the, the head with it or something? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah. and, like the way he wrecks that whole fucking scene, Stanley yeah. Kubrick, man. I haven't even seen all of his movies, but like Clockwork Orange affected me to a degree. Clockwork Orange was the first movie and thing that made me realize why those um, scientific instruments where people like are put back into chairs and their eyelids are right. held open, bro. That that, that was the first thing. That made, yeah, I was like, oh my god, those instruments were created by humans for other humans for this, and I was right. like, for therapy. Fuck. Yeah, for, for for social conditioning to prevent. Like, like, have you heard of, of micro sleeps? Like, or I forget what it's called, but like, it's where if you stay up for so long, even if your eyes are open, your brain will yeah. shut down because yeah. it has to. That had to have happened, but it's more so that like people can't close their eyes to escape what they see, which is 
the gift and curse of having human senses. It's like you can't fucking cut those bitches off unless you go Oedipus style and stab your eyes out. I mean, it happened. <laughs> I don't know. Like Van Gogh cut his ear off, bro. I can do. Like, I can. like it's only a history of people like fucking their shit up <laughs> because yeah, they're true. so fucked up by by the social environment that has has affected them to such a degree, bro. And he mailed it to a lady, but I don't know. Did they ever hook up afterwards? <laughs> like no one's ever talked about I don't that. Know if that was I have a, a I have a feeling that if they did, that would be the main point. Yeah. That people would talk about, not him cutting off his ear. No, no, it's like, I, look at this motherfucker. He got a girl by cutting off hey, his bro, ear. Shout out to Hulu or Netflix. If y'all want to make a, a series about Van Gogh and what happened with his girl and how he cut his ear off and shit, hit me up. That's at least a good like 10 or 12 episode miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll like, cut my it. own ear off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, you know, I probably won't do that. No, I like no. my ear. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. No, I was wondering if you get like like wrestlers get cauliflower ear and that just yeah. messes with like the shape of the ear and all that, which yeah. is a super weird thing. Um, what well, do, do you know? Do, I'll tell you what it is. Tell me. It is actually so your ear is nothing but like cartilage, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is your ear, the cartilage breaks apart, and then your that breakage just fills with calcium buildup. Is your nose tissue cartilage as well? Like, where are the card cartilagous part of your parts of yeah, the your body? Yeah, your nose is. Have you ever seen a skull? That's you know? how you can pierce those things, right? You, well, do you have you ever seen a skull? Of course. Yeah, there's two holes in your face. So there's no nose and there's yeah. no ears. I love that's skulls. Cartilage. There's two holes in like yeah, and that's what's amazing. There's no ears on a skull and there's no nose on a skull because there's just holes. So yeah. if you cut your ear off, do you, like, where's your eardrum at? I don't. Is know. what I was wondering. Mm. Like, did Van Gogh lose the loss of his hearing in the ear that he cut off? Yeah, probably. Unless somebody know, was gotta, yelling gotta, straight ask, into the fucking gotta, hole. We gotta really ask people. Unless somebody was yelling straight into the fucking hole, I'm pretty sure he couldn't hear anything. Because it like, turns it into a cone so you can collect it. It's like, okay, I can hear stuff now. But no, that's what, that's what cauliflower ear is. is the cart- the, all the cartilage breaks in your uh, ear. Okay. And then it just starts building up with uh, calcium. But, yeah, so, so but you, can, you can get it drained and it's fucking disgusting. That's an externally affected um, disorder. Like... It only comes about by being a wrestler, right? Like I've never known no, anyone jiu-jitsu. else. Well, Judo. yeah, but like, like, is it like only in environments that fuck your ear up? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, because you're, you know, you're bending it every yeah, which way all the time. That, that's why. That's why they make people. Is there something? Is there such thing as cauliflower nose? I don't think so because that cartilage is so much bigger thicker like i would have it because i mean so yeah i'm just i just need to go to medical school and figure out what cartilage like is right and here difference. right here like if you grab the end of your nose and try to bend it right like it doesn't do anything i would have cal- like i would have cauliflower nose if it was a thing because like my nose is completely broken i okay. could take the tip and just move it all the way over wow <laughs> like, Straight up. so i would yeah, like that's I the front of your skull have, right there. and honestly like if i pick my nose once in a while i'm not gonna lie to people do. Like the cartilage is now on the inside wall of my nostril, so like Dude. I have a giant pass. Like I can't breathe through the side of my nose. I feel yeah. I uh, when my we were building this house <laughs> when I was a I was a kid. Uh, I was my dad was patching a hole in the roof in the foyer, yeah. and um, he was nailing up a tarp, and I was doing some fuckboy shit as a <laughs> as like an eight or nine year old, and my parents made me sit on the staircase. Right. Well, the staircase was right below. Where he was nailing this tarp up, bro. I Smart. swear to God, I remember this like it was yesterday. Did they bro. have an underlying I was thought? Sitting, I was sitting. I could walk out there and sit right where I was sitting, dude. And I, I was sitting there, and like all of a sudden, my dad was nailing this thing. And somebody yelled something or something, and I looked up just in time. But I looked up, and my dad had dropped this, accidentally dropped this piece of wood with a nail halfway through it. Oh, my God. 
and I looked up in time, and it hit me right here. Shit. And I don't I, like fucking with eyes. It was weird, dude. Like, that yeah, like, I, 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 I probably, no one probably said this, but in my mind, I remember the doctor saying something like, if it was any closer, if you didn't look up, it would have went into your skull. And if it was any closer, you would have lost the sight. In your right. Eye. And I was like, dude, what's the dumbest thing you've done? Hi. Uh, on high on weed or high, uh, no, high on weed. On any drugs. It's 420. <laughs> let's, let's I got expelled from high school for selling weed to other high schoolers. That's that, that was a traumatic it, experience were you in my life. It in school, um, not at school. I just I had it in my car for personal reasons. Oh. I used to smoke before before school. Okay. And I had weed and a bowl in my car, and they didn't find the bowl, but they found the weed. I used to lifesavers used to come in this dope aluminum container yeah. that you press the center of it, and yeah. the outsides would pop yep. open, and then you clamp the outside edges, and they fucking it was the dope little weed container. Man, I wish I had one today. But uh, Timothy Kybe, fuck you. He found. He said the dogs hit on my car. I never saw them, and I don't know who else witnessed them hitting on my car. I never talked to any cops. Um, but that dude just like was out to make. In, in my opinion, this dude, this dude was out to make an example of me because no one else that was associated and who got in trouble had any kind of penalty. So wait, did like so you said you didn't talk to the cops? No. Like, did you get a ticket? I didn't get no. I didn't get anything in trouble because I was under eighteen, but I got oh. expelled. But you still would have had. There still would have been court. You can't go kill somebody at sixteen <laughs> and not talk to the cops. Well, that's if how they that, catch that's you. what that's. There's a whole lot of uh, plot holes in my story because I don't. No, still, there's I a still, whole lot of plot holes in this motherfucking yeah, story. Yeah, exactly. Because like, and that's the thing, dude. Like, I remember being called into the office and like trying to answer my questions and like. I made up a, a fake drug dealer based on a real drug dealer. I just right. abbreviated his name with the initial, and like, um, it was just hell, dude. But that experience shaped me as a person. So, like, my worst. What, what's the, what was the question you asked me? What was the uh, worst well, experience? I, what I don't think you've answered what the worst experience of with weed you've had is. That is getting, that is getting expelled from high school because I smoked weed before school had it on me. Yeah. But what got me in trouble was, to my knowledge. A uh, line of people that rep- that that I don't want to call snitched because it's just like like everybody saves their own asses when they're in jeopardy, right? Like I'm not gonna fucking say like there's no atheists in a foxhole, bro. Well, I saved his ass. All, all they say, you know, there's no atheists in a foxhole. That is hole, true. Which means you'll save your own ass in any situation, and you'll pray to God that you fucking get out of whatever you're in. So I believe that, like you know. It depends on what it I is. I was found yeah. out, bro. I was snitched on somehow. And, but, 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 like, you know, the fact that, like, this, ex- that, like, that experience made me who I am doesn't make me wish that people hadn't snitched on me. Like, you know, like, they didn't right. have to go through what I went through. But in turn, I went through it and became who I am. So I'm thankful for it. It's crazy that I look at it like that. But I really do because it made me realize that it made me realize the importance of the social structure of school because. I liked school, man. I liked classes. I liked having classes with different people about different subjects. I liked going to music. I liked going to art. High school was fucking bittersweet, man. And I would do it all over again and get expelled the same way. But here's the the cherry on top of this synchronicity, Brandon. I went out to my car. I forgot my lunch in my car the day I got busted. And I went out. I went I went out through the gym and didn't go out through the front door. I went out through the gym door to go to my car to grab my lunch. I could have moved the weed in my car up where the bowl was. They didn't find the bowl. Right. You got lucky. But I just grabbed my lunch. You got lucky. I just, I, but listen, I, I grabbed my lunch for lunch in my car and didn't move the weed. 
then came back inside, and they came and got me at lunch. So, like, literally, I had the opportunity to set myself up for a different reality. Right, that, that's, what, that's, that's what people mean by alternate realities. These experiences that leave you with, like... You got lucky. What if you would have just done this right. one fucking thing different? Your life would be totally fucking different. Right. But yeah, that, that's a whole tangent I just didn't mean to go on, man. But that's the worst experience I had with weed. But I still smoke weed. What's, what's I don't sell it anymore, though. It shied me away from a life of selling drugs. Um, but that's why I regard drug dealers as a necessary role of society. Because as an individual, <laughs> as an individual who has had profound realizations on different types of drugs, I think it's important for them to be decriminalized and handled under scientific observational That'd be awesome. experiences. That would be awesome. To, to go to a therapist, to have a therapist not only to talk to as a third party, but to say, yeah, I would like to sign up for an MDMA therapy session. I would like to sign up for a psilocybin magical mushroom experience. I would like to sign up for an LSD uh, uh, trip session. And then suddenly the, the realm of psychology is opened up in ways that it has never, literally never been because all of these uh, substances were made illegal before they were allowed to be explored. I'm already thinking of a sport that could be made. Yeah. <laughs> if drugs were legal. You What's get that? you get like four dudes together and like there's like so this it's it's a great sport. No, I'm thinking about it. Cuz it'd be a team sport. Okay. So there'd be like me and you on a team and there'd be two other people on a team and then we would all four take a hit of meth. Like half a gram of meth, what right? What is it with you and meth, bro? <laughs> and then we would try to would see which team could finish jerking off the quickest. So this is, is you trying to get this this sport into the Olympics, or is this just a like, no, I think it's, uh, I, I think it's unsanctioned might, events? I think it might just be a pay per view event. You know, it could be. Yeah, HBO pays a lot for a lot of different things, and WWE is still a thing. People love wrestling, so I mean, people could get into this. And what was it called? And did you did you figure out what the what the meth orgy was called that you were talking about? No, I. You called it PMP at that. Yeah, episode, I, right? I'm pretty sure that's what it is but because it I typed for anything. Like I well, no, I know, but I typed it in the fucking Pornhub, <laughs> and then it didn't come up with any searches, and then. So the, you we were giving false information. Like two days later, when I went back onto Pornhub, <laughs> let's be honest, it was like eight hours later. <laughs> let's be honest, uh, like all my videos were fucking like people doing meth. I was like, I might be onto something here. I might be onto something here. Wow, man. And dude, that's like, whoa, check it out, man. Just had a crazy realization. The difference between YouTube and Pornhub is censorship. Yeah. That's the only fucking difference. Well, I don't know YouTube's. What if? Oh, my God. I don't know Pornhub's censorship laws. I just. I don't know Pornhub censorship Dude, laws. I just, I just had the craziest fucking nudity, thought, bro. But do they allow, like, people talking? Bro, I just had the craziest thought, bro. What, what was it? Wouldn't you like to be the dude who could break down the wall of censorship and merge YouTube and Google and Pornhub together? For the, happen, ultimate, for the ultimate search engine. But how could it be done? <laughs> it would never happen. It would never happen. But literally, what I Which said... Which I'm what, upset at Google for, because sometimes Pornhub doesn't have the full videos of what the fuck I want to watch hey, for. Bing videos. Go to Bing videos. Bing videos? Bing because videos I, is the most accurate algorithm for search term Well, I try to look into like Google, and they're like... I'm telling you, bro. We don't even know... This person's not even alive. Take your search term into Bing videos, and you'll, right. find better, be, you'll find better search experience... You'll find better Bing search results than all of the ones that say this is the search aggregate for eight different sites, which this, is really, it's amazing like how, how much percentage of the porn industry, like things that different things own. Cause 
every porn site you go to is owned by another porn site. <laughs> right. You you just you just hey, you just hooked up my jerking off. Premium premium porn so is like almost worth paying for. I jerk off with my right hand, so we're good on the left hey, hand. Hey, I'm a lefty, so I just clapped you with my right. Is it good? Hey. Hey, <laughs> that's why we sit like this, y'all. <laughs> you guys you guys thought it was just some coincidence. No, we already talked yeah, about we, this. Yeah, no. But I think we, we might have mentioned it on the uh, podcast too. I'm a lefty because I had to switch to left so I could operate the mouse on my right. Yeah, right? Right. So it all works out. <laughs> it all works out. Hey, how do you think chicks do it though? What, what do you mean? Like do they, you think, they have dude, so do you they think have like so many more options? Like, hey, check it out though. You, you see how my desk is set up, bro? Banana. If, <laughs> if you if I was a chick, like you you would like you almost need like a gynecological setup in order to like watch porn appropriately. <laughs> in order to watch porn appropriately for a woman. Or a like, wire well just a wireless mouse. And literally, work. dude, all I did was I looked at my computer setup and I was like, if I was a woman, how would I masturbate there? You would just I put, would just make little yeah. stirrup holders yeah. on the corner and yeah. Set up. Or you, you would <laughs> I have, need to make stirrup holders, like you just put some like rope underneath just to hold your legs, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, <laughs> Oh, just helping you. Maybe you this can do that now. This is a weird podcast, people. I'm glad you're tuning in. Uh, my timer just stopped on my computer because there's ghosts and wizards in the technological world. It's just because we're just high. <laughs> so, what's the worst experience you had high though? Probably mm. getting arrested. You got arrested while high? Um, while I was uh, the very first time I got arrested, I was with two people in high school, and we pulled up to the Y right there by the fire department in the old elementary school. Yeah. And a cop rolled right by. We were smoking a Saturday night special, which is two joints is. rolled together. Okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's the length of a blunt, but it's two joints rolled together. The first time I ever smoked one. Oh, that's what they. So it wasn't. I was thinking side by side. It's just the length. You double yeah. two. Yeah, it's extendo. So uh, yeah, and like uh, we, I was, I think sixteen at the time. It was like literally my first run in with the law ever. Damn. And uh, um. That sucks. And then the dude that I was with accidentally got too panicked and pulled into the McDonald's parking lot in town down the wrong way one way. So we were going, we, we were being arrested in the McDonald's parking lot facing the wrong way. But in, you were probably perfectly fine we if he didn't stoned. do that fucking move. You know what I'm saying? If he didn't panic, you well, no, probably, this, yeah, oh. this this cop, like we all as, as fucking 16 and 17 year olds, as this cop rolled by in town, we all just like I, I subconsciously stared at him. Cause it was like we want we, none of us were familiar with acting cool, you know, like, right? Because we were all just like, act cool, okay? Yeah, like, like act like a normal human and don't stare at this cop because we're doing something illegal. And I remember I don't I don't know if I looked or not, but the cop pulled us over because he said, "I saw one of you holding the joint, and you all you both were just staring at me." <laughs> and I was like, well, "Oh, okay." Ob- <laughs> observation skills on point. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so um, damn, that sucks. But that's just like that's how cops do their job, you know. Like they're they're very they're very telling points of human behavior. They give away what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> right. So the- sometimes when people say act cool, what they mean is be an actor and play into this fucking script so we don't get fucked. Exactly. So- <laughs> which, which that being said, the movie Blow, I cry nearly at the end of it every single time Never because. Seen it. It's about like selling cocaine. Yes. With like Johnny Depp portraying the life that of, of George Young. Pirate dude. And he gets fucked in the end, man. And like, he, he's out. Like, I, I hope he's not dead. Uh, shout out to George Young. He's not dead. He got released from prison in, I think, like 2012 or 2015. And he's out. I hope that. I, oh, man. Let's have a podcast with him, bro. <laughs> hey, shout out to, what's his name? George Young, I think. George Young. But or, it's, um, 
Anyone familiar with boat industry? I don't know. No, 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 because no. you're talking about bad people. Henry Hill. I'd like to get him on here too, since we're just or doing Wheeler Walker Jr. Oh yeah, definitely Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> if you want to come out here and yeah. talk some nonsense with us, dude, I watched the, I watched the video for Puss in Boots and it was great. <laughs> he did I like, like a whole dance. <laughs> he like he did the whole dance number and everything. Yeah. That's not him. If you watch it close, they put it in a stump double. For I'm the not dance even like yes, <laughs> yes. If you watch it close enough, it doesn't even look like him. <laughs> that is really funny. People like, look up Wheeler Walker Jr. Please, it's country music. But I guarantee you, you will love it if you listen to this podcast. Yeah, if you're, if you're like, dude, that that song has been catching on fire. That stupid like backroads song, whenever right. it is, like uh, I don't, I don't know his name, but he brought I, in Billy I, Ray, yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus. I get it, but I don't get it. But I like that Billy Ray was the one to do it because Hannah Montana on these motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> Hannah Montana, what the fuck are you talking? That's his daughter, it's, exactly. But I'm saying like Billy Ray is the OG country dude, so. It's only proper. He had one It's only song. proper that an OG country, like, like, dude, like, I love Garth Brooks so much, and Chris Ledoux, and, like, I love old country, dude, like, 90s Me country. Me too, but he had one song. He had a, t- he made tap dancing cool. <laughs> How can you like this guy? It's not that I like him, but he's had a hard adulthood, because he had he, Miley Cyrus for a daughter. <laughs> a little whore, until lately. He, uh, you know, like, that's some shit that's, like, you know. She's hot. Like, how oh can, my god! Like, you know that—that's where you go. You cross certain lines of taboo and Pornhub. <laughs> like, that's why the weird things are getting popular. Because a dude like Billy Ray has a daughter like Hannah Montana. <laughs> and then- are you? I don't even. No, I'm good. Never mind. You know, actually, that's the one thing I'm. Ups- I'm saying, how could you not be attracted to your daughter when she looks like? I thought about this. I've already thought about. Yeah, this. Yeah, you know, that's the one thing I'm upset about. Fucking. Like, who's a talented individual, and it, it came from your DNA. So one thing it's I, the Oedipus complex, man. That's one it's thing the I, Freudian slip of life. It's one thing I get upset about fucking adopted people with. Adopted people? Yeah, they're allowed to have sexual thoughts about their parents. <laughs> I do it. That, it's weird. That's the whole taboo culture of it, I think. Listen, I should be allowed to fuck who I want to fuck as long as there's protection involved. Dude, hey, if you, you don't watch Game of Thrones, I don't think. But Game of Thrones, there's, one, there, there's more than one family. Now two families in the development of it for like a loose spoiler, who are just incestual. Like they're oh, related. Oh, now you, you just sold it on me because <laughs> dragons are bullshit. But I like incest. And 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 like right off right off the rip, the first episode establishes the first incestual relationship that permeates through all eight episodes. The first episode for all eight of seasons. The first season. The first episode of the first season okay. establishes the first incestual relationship. Because if I gotta go, that eight. lasts all eight seasons, and then um, the the seventh season, I believe establishes the second one that has been building right. over the, all those seasons. Game of Thrones is fucking up, though. They cut down to fucking five episodes. No, six. Six episodes. But, dude, they're all over 90 minutes. They're all over 90 minutes. I heard the first episode was not good. It was just so long. You know, no, Because no, they, they just no, had you, to tie you, everything who, who, together. Who were you talking to? Were you reading reviews or, like, who were you talking to? I was reading a whole lot of reviews. You didn't ask me. Ask me. I read a whole lot of reviews. Ask me. Ask me. Ask me, Isaac. Hey, how was the first episode of season eight of Game of Thrones? How was the first season uh, episode eight? Okay. Was it really long? For the first episode of season eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good, dude. It was. It I heard was, it was. Well, dude, okay. Here's what. Here's what Game of Thrones had to do. They had to take seven seasons worth of content 
and figure out how the fuck to end all of the storylines exactly. and lose story ties in six ninety oh like ninety roughly minute at minute episodes. I, I heard that was the hard part because they're trying to. But I like how they did it all. Like dude, like I said in in previous episodes, suspending disbelief. Right. If you're watching a show where you believe in dragons and you believe in magic and black magic and wizards and warlocks and things, you automatically suspend disbelief for those things to exist. Right. So you have to equally suspend disbelief for the plot objectives for characters to get to certain places. Right, you, have to, li- you have to live in that realm. Yeah, it, you w- have to it wouldn't it seem that. that they could right. travel from this place to this place in this situation, but suddenly there's three characters are together and they right. weren't together last right. season. Right, exactly. You can't criticize something on how it has to figure out how to place people together to move the narrative forward. Because great storytelling only involves forward-moving narration, which builds to the climax of the story and honestly the lesson taught during it which i really think game of thrones is the best tv narrative ever told with the most lessons to be learned for mankind and i fucking swear on that shit put it on my tombstone why well, well i wasn't saying that like they're trying to fill in plot holes or nothing or there's a lot of plot holes i'm just saying i heard it was really really slow because they're trying to get the slow because, yeah. they're trying to get the slow moving plots yeah. out of the way to like heighten up to the big gonna, fucking yeah, point. Every episode this, I just this heard season it was slow. is gonna yeah. be is gonna be and that's the thing, dude. Like one thing that that show is great about is heightening gathering drama, gathering speed. Yeah, 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 gathering speed. Because like anyone who watches any kind of good drama or comedy knows that it's it really is. It's the it's, it's the middle school fucking literature class of the typical plot line. Why it's normal are, at first, it goes up, there's a peak and it goes down and then you resolve the conflict. Why, why like, are they ending it though? It's like the fucking spin-off series. Biggest oh, are they because also, it's the biggest dude, show of all fucking time. Also dude hasn't finished the book yet. And they ha- managed to make oh, the show. Okay. They managed to make the show, and the show was so popular that it outgrew the popularity of yeah. the books. Yeah. Like the books were popular, then the show was made. It, the, the 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 audience grew exponentially. Who writes the book? George R. R. Martin. Hey, George R. R. Martin, fuck you! Stop writing books. Let him make the goddamn show. <laughs> no, hey, George R. R. Martin, just get them bitches written. Lock yourself in a room. He types on it. Yeah, M- put yourself in a prison. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And he do he writes on MS DOS. Which is like the old style. Yeah, computer. yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's not yeah. has no graphical user interface. Yep, yep. He refuses to write in like a regular text editor to like Microsoft right. Word or Google Docs. George R. R. Martin, like we all love you, dude. Just finish this story and like, I love that he's gonna he's gonna leave a different story to tell for people who are willing to read books than the ones that the creators of this show. But I heard that the creators of the Game of Thrones show only um, got the green light to make the show because George R. R. Martin had to question them. About uh, their what, what 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 he thought what what they thought who a certain character's mother was yeah because like, those things hadn't been revealed in the book yet but they had been subtly hinted at oh okay so okay. yeah so it's a it's just like um I don't know man the intricate weaving of the two different mediums being books and storytelling and visual adaptation uh for for the big screen I consider it the big screen bro like could you imagine if Game of Thrones was in fucking theaters dude I would go watch I would buy a ticket I don't buy tickets to movies Brandon I would buy a ticket to every episode of Game of Thrones in a big theater bro I've every week s- I really would I've never seen a fucking episode but I can understand where you're coming from because I watch some of the dumbest shit ever I watch sports right like sport what do sports have to do with anything with me absolutely nothing you know why because I don't play the goddamn game it has nothing to do with me so why do I want, so I understand like the fandom of it. Don't get me wrong. But it's just not for me. And I'll make jokes about it cuz it's funny. 
dragons are lies. Man. Game of, who's going to win the Game of Thrones? No one's going. No one is going to sit on the Iron Throne. Is it everyone, the midget? Everyone will die in the end, and the White Walkers will win. What about the midget? The imp, like, I, dude, everyone's going to die. But what about the midget? Dude, okay. I want the midget to win. Is all I'm saying. Do you want, do you want what, are, what is his? The what, what's the, the, the imp, probability? He's, not a midget, he's an imp. What's the difference? I M P. They're imp. both short. No, an imp is the is the proper uh, um, uh, nomenclature. Nomenclature for that period of time. Big word, motherfuckers. Hey. <laughs> non jerk off, high five hands. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, but for real, do you want? Do you want me? So, to- what is an imp? Explain what an imp is. Now they won't let me call him a midget. Okay, an imp is what they referred to as deformed individuals at birth before we had the science to determine to determine what happened. What, to to determine actually- what genetically went okay. wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So an imp was like uh, an imp was the proper term. As we use midget or small person today, back then. I, well, I don't think midget's okay today, but it's not a derogatory it's not, term. It's not, yes, so little people them. or whatever. And, and, like, you know, unless you're literally being an asshole making fun of somebody for being, like, you know, obese or small or whatever it is. No, I just don't know his yeah. name, and that's a great that that's a great point out. What's the short dude? Yeah. T- what, is he going to win it? <laughs> yeah. What's his chance? <laughs> T- Tyrion Lannister he killed his own father, bro, with a crossbow on the toilet. <laughs> His father was on Wait, the toilet. Oh, I thought you were saying he was sitting I spo- on the toilet. I'm spoiling a lot of shit. I'm I sorry. Don't care. I'm not gonna watch this. <laughs> but if they haven't seen it by now. They should have seen. Yeah. Like they should have seen it by now. Exactly. You're, as long as you don't like give any spoilers from episode eight, yeah, one from season of eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll um, be all right. But no, like, and honestly, I've never it's been. History. I've never been more attracted to an on-screen character than I am the females in this show. I heard they were. Banging. They're bad. In the first episode of season one, just like I talked about, they established the incestual relationship. They also show the hottest chick naked. As soon as you see her as a man, you're like, man, I wish I could see her naked. Literally, like, like fully like, naked? Full, five, se- five seconds later, she's full frontal nude. No, not five seconds. Within, within five, three, three minutes later, she's totally naked. As soon as say. she establishes her character. Like, is this a Cinemax show now? It's, dude, it's, no, it's, it's, there are some really good. There, there's uh, there's way more boobs than there are dongs, but you got to tolerate them both because this this show is permeating a lot of levels. You saying you don't like looking at a good dick? Hey man, if it's a good dick, it's a good dick. But one guy exactly one guy loses his member. Hey, shit happens, bro. <laughs> it does. So that and, shit back on and film a porno. <laughs> I know somebody who did that. No, he comes to the rescue. Uh, um, uh, After he gets no, his wiener shot off? No, he doesn't. He just falls down into like a spir- spiraling hole of blackness. And, oh, like, I was about to say, like, who are you saving after you get your dick but, off? But he may be coming back to retribution in this episode because... That's what I... I would come yeah. back for revenge. Hey, bro. Like, Game of Thrones is hot right now. I guarantee if we if we did a whole, like off the script podcast about Game of Thrones and just tagged it a bunch of shit and we might get a bunch of views. <laughs> we should we should call it we should call it something along the lines of like somebody who knows Game of Thrones talking with somebody who doesn't. Like Deal. And I could just walk I could, I could walk you through the whole series. Hey, episode <laughs> fucking 19 has nothing to do with Easter even though it ha- it's going to happen. It's going to uh, be it's just going to be Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. If you don't like Game of Thrones, <laughs> You can listen to it, so you'll hear me talk shit about it, and you'll hear this guy <laughs> trying like, to explain eight episodes of of, of show eight that I've, seasons. Eight seasons, yeah. Which means I gotta binge. I gotta finish about three seasons because I watched about three of the seven. I watched about three of the seven before season eight premiered. Now I gotta watch the other three. I can't talk shit though, dude. I can't talk shit. I watch baseball every single night. That's what's up on ESPN or a whole game. No, I have like MLB ticket. That's what's up. Hell yeah. But the issue is like. What is it doing for me? It's doing absolutely nothing. Probably you know not, what I'm not saying? much, yeah. I'm not even watching the teams I like. I'm just watching baseball. Watching it to watch it, yeah. 
Uh, dude, uh, but baseball, like, mo- to me, baseball moves at a pace that is faster than golf, but slower than football and hockey. And it's like, and, ba- and basketball, it's like, it's, it's, it's a game that you don't mind being at. Like, you can go and attend it or watch it and right. be, like, paying attention to something else. And you could be like, oh, the, the lineup reset, you know, number number two and number three in the batting order is up. Like, or somebody could crack something real quick. He, like, See, he, the excitement is, like, at a level that could peak at any moment. Unlike most other sports, because most other sports demand your attention in an interval of time that is is it requires more of your attention right. more frequently. This is what I like to say. I like to say baseball is the greatest game because I think it's a game. I think it is too. I'm, I okay. miss playing it so much. Wait, go to the they, batting cage. Let's do a Joker and Smoker episode of the batting cage. Deal. I mean, we could okay. just do like an Instagram live or something from there. Let's and do then it. uh. Uh, the greatest game ever, I think, made or played is baseball. I think the most beautiful art that could ever be made is actually boxing. Because if you can see amazing, a if you can yeah. see a boxer like not get hit and fucking hit, like it's fucking beautiful. And it's then I the think, true zen of the universe. Yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> I, I think the greatest sport of all time would be MMA because I think that's a true sport. I think that's a hearkening back to the barbaric calling of man and survival. And like, so it's I, not I, for everyone, but it is at the utmost athletic athleticism. Exactly, and it's it, it's by. one on you, one. That's what most sports are are a measure of athleticism, and all athleticism is is um <laughs> the, the equivalent of like hand eye coordination mixed with like skill all the, yeah, technique. Yeah, you know how good can you execute being a human? Exactly, to do a certain thing. But I would call that a sport. Like I wouldn't call baseball a true sport. I mean. I think it's more of a game. Like you're trying. It's like chess. It's a game. <laughs> yeah. There's you have like to, you have you to have to make the moves adapt appropriately based on the moves made by the other person. Exactly. That's why I think it's so cool that there are three outs. There are you can get four balls, but three strikes. Right. You know, like there there are chances set up appropriately for these things to to unfold. And you two, and, and nothing's better than when the tension gets built up so high on a three-two pitch. Right. You step up. If you buy, yeah. <laughs> Grand Slam winning games of baseball games, that's my kind of excitement. Of course, if I pitch that game, I'm probably going to beat your ass. <laughs> you made a Grand Slam off me to end it. Like, I'm probably going to, like. Charge the mound? No, I'm charge the mound's not going to happen because I was the one pitching. Like, I'm not going to let you touch second base. I'm just going to come tackle you, beat the, the fuck out first, of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have so many issues with anger when it comes. I don't like losing. I'm the worst yeah. to lose. I used to, I used to play catcher. And uh, center field, but I used to try at my hand at pitcher as well. Yeah. And the thing about, dude, every time I'm at work, okay, like we have stacks of pallets and stuff that we have to, like, you know, I might have a whole pallet of bagged mulch that I need to set two Traeger fucking iron mo- uh, iron grills on. So right. I got to stack the pallet on top of the bagged goods and then wrap it with, like, plastic yeah so i get off my lids and i wrap it i you know i spin around like just like this this is it this is the pallet right here right so so i wrap it all and then sometimes i'll run out of my my wrap right right wherever i'm at in the warehouse i'll look for the nearest trash can and just fucking bomb it bomb it yeah dude i make like i make like oh oh god it was just some it was a glass picture stainless steel I think it'll still, it probably won't pick it up. No, it won't. I make it sometimes. All right, y'all. That was the exciting moment of the week, guys. This just gone crazy. <laughs> hey, I didn't tell you why I got sick. I got sick because I decided to go uh, drive a mini bike around at like 
I don't know, one o'clock in the morning. A mini bike being what? A mini bike being like two bikes welded, like two BMX bikes welded together with a motor put on it with a tire on the back. So you went and did that when? I did that like Tuesday night. I was highly intoxicated. And I happened to be in the middle of Hilliard. Wow, like in the, I, heart, in the heart of it all? Uh, no, I was on, you know, an apartment complex and I was just riding through the streets. Every time I see headlights, I hopped the fucking ditch and drove through the ditch. Dude, uh, the, the fuck away. My worst um, motorcycle wreck was riding in a ditch because I didn't realize there was an underground tube to for drinking. Yeah. Drink. Flip that bitch. Caldrick. Right, let me see. Also, I have me undies socks on this week. Me undies. I'm going to keep tagging you every week and this shit. Look at these. Sponsors. These are dragons, bro. Those, Those are beautiful because that's like Game of Thrones. Look scar, at that. See this scar right here? Yeah, I do. Right there. I had yeah. to get like 17 stitches. I missed my SCOL. Uh, um, I think it was my junior year of my SCOL districts. Yeah. Districts, then regionals, then yeah. states. Yep. I missed my high jump in my pole vault because I wrecked my bike right into the ditch. And I, f- I literally flipped over it multiple times. Yeah. And then uh, got up, rode back to the house, realized, got home, took off my clothes, realized I didn't have my little iPod mini that yeah. I rode with. Yeah. Rode back, found the iPod mini, then came home. And strategically uh, hung myself out of the front door to tell my parents, like, hey, is dad out there? Because <laughs> I didn't want to tell my mom. I had right. just sliced my whole leg open. Right. And then I told my dad, and he's like, oh, my God, we have to go to the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want to. Why? Oh, my God. That was a great story. Take a hit off that. I'm going to take a hit off that. And this has been a beautiful episode, I think. I think so. I, I quit keeping track of time, but um, it's well over an hour. Yeah. So I think we're good. Also, it's a good 420 episode, man. We talk also, about a lot of things. I do not want to stop this episode. I don't want to be the first one to go pee on the episode, <laughs> like in the middle of the episode. So we need to end this as quick as possible. I'm that sounds good. Piss my pants. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a safe and responsible 420. In Ohio, the uh, rules are medically only. Um, I don't know if how many of you have doctor's appointments or have has regular family doctors, but just question them. Um, um, try to expand your horizons about asking about these uh, medici- medicinal options because that's really what they hey, are. You can go to ohiomedicalcard.com and actually sign up to see if you can actually apply. I'm going to do for, that because I didn't know that. Yeah. Just, just shout out. I'm not trying to get people high or nothing, but I am. And if you get a card, hit me up. I'll probably buy weed off you. <laughs> you know, and that, that's the whole of it, you know. I'm just tired of going and buying weed and feeling like a criminal. Right. When I can I can take a plane, I can take a, 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 fl- a flight on a plane and pay a couple hundred bucks for that and go to a different state and go buy it there. And I'll still break the law, put it in a package, mail it to myself. But, like, man, I just want to quit feeling like a criminal. No shit. So thank you guys for watching. This has been the Joker and the Smoker, the 420 special. Uh, thanks for watching. We love you. Follow us on all our uh, social media posts below. Holla! Like and subscribe. Later, y'all.